Welcome to Cleveland's newest and Cleveland's best sports podcast. This is Two Guys in a Mic with your hosts Ron Pierce and Sean Davis. Let's go. Are you looking to make a lifestyle change for your health and wellness? Try personal training through Renegade Soul. Follow Renegade Soul 216 on Instagram and Facebook. Go to the website www.renegadesoul216.com. Sign up today for your first personal training session. You're worth it. Good evening, everybody. Uh, welcome to Two Guys on a Mic. This is uh, a special Monday night edition. We didn't have a show yesterday because we knew that the Browns played tonight. So we're giving you guys a show on a Monday. I think this is our first Monday show. Uh, and uh, oh, I didn't do. I did not introduce myself. I am RP. Excuse my voice. Uh, I'm literally coming right in the house from uh, the game tonight. Uh, I am RP again, one of your hosts. And I'm your other host, Big Sean. Uh, we're both in a grumpy mood right now. Grumpy, man. This sleepy. We could call tired. We could call this mad. episode. We could call this episode "Grumpy Old Men." Actually, exactly. Um, I I actually titled this this episode "Heartbreak Monday" because I saw a lot of things today in the game. Again, I was at the game. Um, so I saw some things in the game that really made me proud. I saw some things in the game that really frustrated me. Uh, we'll get into a lot of those things today. We'll, we'll talk about them all because I think they all need to be discussed. Uh, but overall, you know, we still leave the game at a uh, nine and four clip. Uh, still in the lead spot in the wild card, et cetera, et cetera. So there's some positives. But I'm, as Sean pointed out, man, I'm grumpy. Not just because I'm tired. I'm grumpy because this game pissed me off. Right. Uh, so uh, how was your day today? Why don't we talk about your day real quick? <laughs> um, yeah, my day was, was, was okay. It was cool. You know what I'm saying? Nothing out of the ordinary. It just seemed like it took forever for game time. It did feel um, you know, that's the one thing about having a Monday night game. You know, that 8.30 kickoff or 8.15 kickoff, whatever it is, like it takes forever. So I was yeah. just anticipating, you know, that pretty much, you know, all day today. So um, I had a good feeling going into the game. You know, I thought we would, you know, I thought we, we would pull it off, but it didn't happen that way. It's not the end of the world. I hope that the city doesn't over react as we tend to do had a couple of my buddies i had to talk off the ledge you know today <laughs> you know I, you know I was like you know it is what it is so let's go ahead and um try and ask you about your day how was your day man uh pretty similar to yours excuse me um just a long day waiting uh for the game to start i initially I had no intentions on being at the game or going to the game. I was going to watch it here. Um, and my brother came home. My brother lives in Houston, so he decided he was going to come home and go to the game. 
And he called, he literally called me or texted me rather on the plane before the plane landed. Like, yo, you want to go to the game? And I'm like, dude, it's like 4.30, 5 o'clock. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. So, you know, I had to kind of scramble to get myself together. But, you know, when those types of opportunities come, man, it's a Monday night game. It's a big game. Uh, you know, Cleveland hasn't had many big games late in the season. Uh, damn sure not in December. So, you know, I wanted to be there in case uh, we were going to be able to turn the corner. And unfortunately, tonight we weren't. So, How was the atmosphere down there, man? Oh, uh, It was great, actually. It was really good, especially early on. Uh, it was really good. People seemed to be very engaged in the game. Um, you know, it's a little different with the whole COVID thing, getting into the building. You got to go to wherever your seats are, that you have to go to a certain gate. So, okay. you know, everybody can't just pour in through one gate or whatever. So you have to figure out which gate you're supposed to be at. Uh, you know, they got uh, social distancing distancing inside of the building. You can't sit in certain rows. You can't sit in certain seats. So, I mean, it's well thought out. The logistics are, are it's apparent that they did, you know, do some level of uh, consideration on the whole deal. Okay. But uh, yeah, the it looks like on TV, and I know they're doing it, you know, for TV to make to make it look more full, but it's like it was more than 12,000. Uh, I said the exact same thing. I was, you know, I, I was in my seat and I'm looking around like, man, it's easily 30,000 people here. <laughs> it is not 12,000 people in this building. <laughs> you know, and I mean, to be honest, you know, you and I have seen this stadium packed. We've seen it empty. This was, I think it was more than 12,000 people. Just saying. I ain't trying to put nobody on front. I'm not right. trying to, you know, get anyone in trouble, but it looked like it was more than 12,000 people to me. And I didn't do any counting, so I don't know. But I mentioned it to my brother, and he was like, oh, man, it's 12,000 people down here with us. Right. <laughs> in our station, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the atmosphere was great. Um, it felt very uh, playoffy. Uh, there were... a, a a number of Ravens fans there. Uh, I got into it with a few of them. And not like for real got into it, but you know, right. you know, I mean, I engage everybody. You're, you're um, typical with what you do, harassing yeah, people. Yeah, like just, you know, just, just kind of back and forth banter, nothing serious. It wasn't, nobody was upset. We were just going back and forth. So, uh, you know, we just, and then, you know, the game got going and we were down and so, and I'm just speaking of the atmosphere right now. When we got down, it seemed like it was dead. Like it was dead, dead. I think everybody was probably one play, one bad play away from just walking out of the building and, and you know, the guys kind of turned it around. So let's, uh, let's discuss this game. Again, as you guys can tell, I'm, I am, I just told my brother as I was getting out of the car, I have to go in here and do this show. And I'm trying not to be the maddest dude on the planet. <laughs> I'm really trying not to be completely frustrated, but I am I am frustrated. This game was frustrating to watch. Um, I've said it for the last few weeks, definitely, but I've said it sporadically throughout the season. We're not good enough to not 
to leave points off the board. We are not good right. enough to do that. Our defense isn't good enough uh, to do that. And it actually, for the first time in a few weeks, we're talking about a loss and that leaving points off came back to bite us in the ass. Uh, we lost by, by five points. We missed four points just in our kicker alone. And I'll get it was really three. That that last two was just on that safety. I don't care. He missed it. And then we had to go for two. So what if we didn't get the two-point conversion? You got one damn job, bro. Kick the ball through the yellow thingies. That's it. Right. That's all. So, but I, you know, I ain't gonna kill that dude right this second. I'm gonna kill him. I ain't gonna kill him right now. Um <laughs> and you and I had text early on. Great opening drive. The Browns had an awesome opening drive. It looked good. It looked well thought out. Uh, it was very well orchestrated. It just was bang, 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 bang. Touchdown Browns. Gave everybody instant juice, instant energy. We felt good. It gave us, you know, especially being up 7 nothing. now you uh, give them the ball. So even if they scored, you're like, eh, at least they just tied it up. They didn't go up seven nothing on us or whatever so it was a good feeling and literally they went uh the ravens went right down the sport on us like boom 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 score touchdown and i said shoot it's gonna be one of those games like this back and forth kind of shootout thing right but but because they did that i said going into that second drive it's, it's Nick Chubb time. Like, you just give Chubb the ball, slow them down, keep our defense off the field a little bit. Uh, and I think that's how we could control the game. And that didn't happen. And that's on Kevin Stefanski. Uh, Baker threw 47 times tonight. That's unacceptable. I've said it for forever. We're not going to win many games with him throwing, throwing more than 30 times. And he threw 47 times. And some of those throws, I know we were down at a certain point. Some of those throws were unnecessary. And here's what I mean by that. There was times when it's second and seven or hell, how about the second and one where you could just run the damn football and get the first down because you got to continue to keep the drives going. You don't always have to try no pass. Sometimes you just do, need to do the regular shit. We're right. not good enough to do that stuff yet. I know what he's trying to do. And, and I'm talking about Kevin Stefanski, not Baker Mayfield, because Baker doesn't call the plays. Baker's just doing what he's supposed to do out there. Kevin Stefanski has to understand something. You cannot put your team in bad situations, bro. We are not good enough to get ourselves out of them. And we actually pulled our asses out of our asses. Pulled them out here, right. Because uh, not right only that, and remember, we fumbled three times in the first quarter. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, twice was it twice on the first drive? Something Hell, like that. Uh, it was twice on the first drive. Yeah, because he three times overall, and then, and then uh, Landry fumbled twice on the first drive, and, and, and got through that. Um, got down by fourteen in the in the in the first half. Got and, through that. It got you through know? that. But the sit here, I had issues with Stefanski most of the night. Uh, after the first drive, that is. I think he, he called a great uh, schematic first drive and then 
after that, it just kind of was like I didn't see what his point was. It, it now, was a weird game. It, it was a very weird game plan. Here's one thing that um, I learned about our coach today, and I didn't see this at first because of his demeanor. So even kill. Um, Stefanski is crazy. <laughs> Stefanski is nuts. And now when I look back at the other games, now, you know, I see it. Um, with the trick plays, and I said, so he keeps yeah, doing it. Elaborate, elaborate a little bit. Yeah. Okay. The game plans going into today, this game plan that he had today made absolutely no sense from a football and personnel standpoint. And he almost pulled it off. Um, I guess whatever whatever his reasoning was, whatever they saw on film, and they said that we're going to attack, we're going right at the Ravens, we're going to attack them. Um, they have two, two good cornerbacks, a very ferocious pass rush, which is something that we have not handled well, um, you know, during the season. And he said, we're going to go at these guys anyway, and, and we're going to keep doing it. And he almost pulled it off. Uh, the the two-point conversion early, um, we could have just made it, you know, cut it to seven. He was like, we're going to cut it to six and got lucky on that. That was a yeah. crazy, yeah. ballsy call. Um, yeah, and then you just, if, so, if, if DPJ is not back there, then that's just a missed opportunity right. on that two-point conversion. Right. And then you look back at some of the other – games with the gadget plays and he keeps pulling them out and they keep work he's not doing it a whole lot but they but he just still does at least done. one or two a game like that third down out. like the third down last week uh uh Jarvis throwing it to uh to to uh to Baker that almost was an incompletion like he almost threw him out of bounds but right. he ended up so, making the catch, getting the first down. So yeah, I like. Why are you doing that when you could just run it? Right. So He's so not- although I I didn't agree with the game plan, you know, as much passing as we doing. The one thing I do like is that, uh, and I'm having a hard time with this dog on stand here. Um, the one thing I do like is that he doesn't show any fear. He's like, I'm going at these cats, and. Uh, you know, we, we're going to tackle him. And I said, he almost pulled it out. But I do what I want to see going forward is still using our bread and butter, which is our run game. And Chubb still had, I don't know how Chubb got 82 yards or where he got those 82 yards. It, he barely, listen, it, it, I looked up at the screen, uh, you know, they play the, uh, or they show certain stats of individuals in the corners of, uh, of the stadium. So I looked up and, and Chubb had run up, run one, uh, like a two or three yard run. And I looked up and they were showing his stat. The dude had six carries for 44 yards. And I was like, it's almost halftime. He only got, right. first of all, he only got 44 yards. Second of all, I don't yeah, remember not- where he got 44 yards from, period. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, where, did, where did he even get those 44 yards? Uh, you know, and when you look at the number, like when you do the, the the math on that, I'm like, that's seven yards to carry almost. But it, yeah. where from where? You know what I mean? Like, right. where did that come from? So he had, I think he finished. Yeah, I think he had 17 carries, 
uh, for 82 yards and still got right. two touchdowns. Yeah, he had so two he, had he still, despite not getting his normal load, he still had a, had a productive game. Um, I just felt like he should have had today. Should have been one of those. Yeah, and that's why that's why I chose this pick. This was after his second touchdown tonight. Uh, that's why I chose this. Where am I? Okay, there you go. I chose this one as my background because to me, this guy should have been getting a rock and he should have controlled the game. And it still would have made Baker, because as accurate as Baker was today and as uh, as productive as Baker was today, that wasn't going to change because Nick Chubb was running. Right. It just wasn't. It wasn't. Like, again, you called it best, it, it, you know, in this situation, it's your bread and butter. They could not stop our run, and we we were gassing them on certain runs. It was only when they knew that we were going to run that they played as well in the run. Yeah, true. Right. So, uh, you know, I just was – I'm glad that I wasn't the only one. Donnie was a little bit uh, flustered. My brother was a little bit flustered with his uh, – Stefanski's, uh, you know, uh, play calling and stuff like that. Uh, another uh, snafu that he had. In the uh, the end of the quarter, now I knew that we needed to do something well when we had the ball at the end of the uh, half, first half. I said we got to do something, even if it's just a field goal. We got to do something. We came out right, and that drive might have been the worst drive we had all game. It was uh, a penalty on Donovan Peoples Jones for. Offensive pass interference. We, they didn't replay it in the stadium, so I couldn't see it, and it was on the other side of where they we didn't were. show it on television either. So I'm guessing it was it must have been some sort of like a pick play or something, uh, because the pass didn't go to him. So my thought was he must have done you know ran a pick route or something, and they called it. Now I'm gonna say something else too. The referees were absolutely horrendous in this game. I'm not making an excuse. But these referees were awful. They were awful. I, I don't know that. Yeah, I'm like, saying, like, how do you miss? How do you miss fifteen guys on the field? Come on, man. Listen. How do I you was miss behind that? the Ravens? I was behind. Our seats were behind the Ravens uh, bench. It was at least fifteen people on the field when I, I, I kept yelling like, "Hike it, hike it, hike it!" Because they're still running off. He hikes the ball. It's still two people running off the field. I'm literally watching. They're running right towards me, basically. I'm watching them run right. off the field because our seats were like at the 30, 35-yard line. I'm watching them run off the field, bro. And no flags went up in the air. Not a single flag. I didn't even know you could challenge that. And thank God we could. I didn't know it either. But even the Ravens fans were like, wow, that was awful. You know, uh, Jarvis got a, a – they missed They missed no less than six penalties and caught at least two that were nonsensical. Yeah, like the referees this year um, have been exceptionally bad and bad to the point where not necessarily this game, but like like with spotting the football. Uh, they'll they'll yeah. give a bad spot, go back and replay it. It clearly shows where the ball should be. And they yeah, don't still miss the call consistently. Like how you still and that's why, 
and that's why you have so many conspiracy theories when it comes to sports because you will see something so obvious they'll replay it for, for 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 five minutes and still come back and not and not change a call um yeah. but this 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 was a it was a great game it was also just a strange game um we can go ahead and get into that um yeah. i don't think in, in any of our keys that the Browns needed to win the game. They, they did none of it at not all. A, not a single solitary one. Not, not, not a single solitary one. Not a one. Now, here's here's the, the ironic part. The things that you said that Baltimore was going to do um, or that we couldn't let them do, they did. Mainly, uh, Lamar freaking Jackson running all over the dog on field. We said we could not let him. You said we, said, we said we knew we couldn't stop him all the way. But we couldn't let him have one of those games where, you know, he's out, out there running like Walter Payton and we couldn't stop him. And that's exactly what he did. The other key that you said was Mark Andrews. Now, Mark Andrews didn't show up but for, for three quarters. Damn but, but, but damn it, that, that last five minutes <laughs> of the game. That last damn drive. last five minutes of the game, man, he was, he was everywhere making catch after catch after catch. And that's pretty much what 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 killed us? Like our defense just couldn't our, our stop their running game, and they and they clearly wore down, you know, by by the fourth quarter. Our defense, oh. and, and that's where, again, I felt like because my other key, you're absolutely right. I did mention those things, but my other key was our running game. The reason that I kept pointing out our running game was because I thought we needed to control how often our defense was on the field. Yeah. So if you keep throwing on second down or throwing on first down, so you threw on first down and somebody dropped the ball because a lot of this was less on Baker. Let me be clear about that. It was the whole second half. A lot of this was less on Baker. Baker made one horrible play. That uh, pick he threw was the worst pass he threw all day. Or, Or I won't say that. He threw a couple bad passes. He threw uh, that pass, that two-point conversion to Kareem, he also threw another pass. I think it was to Harrison Bryant, where he could have just run and got the first down. And he decided yeah. he was going to throw it to Harrison Bryant. But on yeah. both of those throws, they're very short throws, and he threw it. You know my favorite phrase. He right. threw it like he was throwing at a beehive. He threw it fast as hell. Like, take something off of that. Maybe he catches it. But other than those three passes, he threw 47 passes other than those three passes uh baker was not the problem out there today the problem in most cases when it came to passing was when you know kind of the play call or uh you know the guys who were catching the ball because the only people that were getting yards after after uh catches was jarvis and uh kareem Everybody else was dropping the balls or getting the ball. Yeah, and, and you know, um, Baltimore was playing very aggressive on they defense. They, they, they were pressing and they the always receivers. They, they were jamming them at the line, yep. throwing the timing off. Um, and it, it's one thing I, 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 where I'm going to give a, a kudos. I'm going to give a shout-out to Baker Mayfield for this simple reason. All season long, really his whole career, He's been kind of dog saying, well, when it goes up against an elite defense, 
or against a heavy pass rush, he doesn't perform well. Um, and he hasn't for the most part. But today, he started off like that first half, started off a little bit shaky. You know, he had like a string of incompletions in a row. All of them were his fault. Um, you could tell he was a little bit thrown off with the defensive scheme. But he made whatever adjustments he made in his head, man, in that second half. Um, you know, he led, he had three consecutive touchdown drives um, that he made look easy. Listen, the kid was um, throwing darts out there today, man. He was right. throwing so, so I'm going to give him props because you see the growth with him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he didn't even look nervous. That, 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 that second half, he didn't look nervous. He took the team, no. put the team on his back. And he took him downfield. You know, my, three, hesitation three today, my hesitation today has nearly nothing to do with Baker Mayfield. My frustration today is almost nowhere near Baker. I think Baker was awesome today. Yeah. Uh, especially considering us being down. Like, you know, there's some takeaways from this. And I'll, I'll you know, point those out in a little bit. But the things that I was frustrated with in the game are kind of glaring to me. And I, I agree with you. I think that Stefanski is a little bit maniacal. And that could end up being good for us later on. It's just kind of stinking. And so you got to have some, anything, you got to have some, have some balance to, for, for whatever reason today. He was like, look, we're, we're throwing a rock now. In the fourth quarter, he did start running the ball a lot more with, with Kareem. Um, he did. Kareem got a lot of carries in the, in the second, in, the, in that Kareem, fourth quarter. Kareem, and Kareem played well, by the way. I don't, you know, right. don't want to make it sound like, but, uh, but you know, my, I agree my with you, is, though. Like, I, I agree you, with you. Like, like, overall, the game plan didn't, it didn't help your defense at all. Like, you know the defense is your weak point. And maybe... He got a little bit excited because the defense made some plays yeah. last, you know, the past couple of weeks. And so maybe he, he thought that they, they were coming along. And they made some plays. Now, listen, yeah. they did make some plays, but we're so inconsistent. Right. And we and we were inconsistent in this game. So and you can't keep hoping for them to make a play against a guy like uh, – Right against Lamar Jackson, he's and, and especially and especially with us, we just don't have the the athletes on defense yeah. to contain that type of we don't of offense. You have to, and that's a point as we go forward, uh, moving towards April, that we'll get to a lot because we need more athletes on the field. Uh, I'm fine with some of the guys up front. I just I felt like today we had to play more contained instead of blitzing so much because Lamar was finding those alleys and he broke off two like really big runs that really broke our backs. And later on he wasn't able to run because they said he had uh somebody had an update on their phone because we didn't know what happened. Again, you know, when you're in a game, don't nobody tell you anything when you're at the game. So we didn't know why he went out or that he had gone out. We just saw uh, McSorley in the game. And I was like, dang, what happened? What happened? And we saw <laughs> he had cramps. I said, oh, it's his time of the month. You know, he had, <laughs> he had cramps. So he was gone and, you know, whatever, whatever. But 
the dude comes right back and picks up where he left off. So picking up where he left off, those are the things you need to have a defense that's capable of whoever is on the field. We got to be able to stop those guys. You know, I mean, again, there's some takeaways, some positive takeaways. We put up 42 points on a supposedly good defense. If you ask anybody in the league what's a good defense, one of the first names, if not the second or third names, they're going to bring up is the Ravens. We put up 42 points on them. So there are some takeaways. And I don't want to come all the way down, but I am frustrated. And part of my frustration, and Sean will tell you this as soon as I say it, part of my frustration is I actually went to the game and then I had to walk out of that stadium again like I right. did for so many Sundays as a loser. There's just frustration. That's a the walk of frustration. And if people don't don't understand how our stadium is situated, that is a long walk. It's a long walk. I don't out care of where there. you going. I don't it's care a, where you're going. Just just getting out of the stadium takes you forever. And then to walk back to your car is a long walk. It's cold. You frustrated. You still all you got is time drunk. to pontificate. All you got is time right. to pontificate all the stuff that did not happen, all of the things that should have right. happened. You know, and again, I so I did that. I kept saying to myself, I'm trying to be positive, I'm trying to take away some positive. We're still nine and four. We're still uh, the lead in the in the wild card. We're still yeah, there. The game wasn't and then, like two the seconds later. But, but we like, really wanted this one. But you still lost this game to these sons of bitches. I'm sick of losing. And this is probably the bigger part of my. I'm freaking sick of losing to the Ravens. I hate the stupid Baltimore Ravens. I hate everybody in our conference, in our division, rather. Today is the 25th anniversary of the Browns' last home game before they went to Baltimore. And you freaking lose to these sons of bitches today. I was right. pissed. I was pissed. I was pissed, and I'm still pissed. I'm mad. You can't lose to these dudes today. F the Ravens as a staff, a uh, record and label, and a crew. <laughs> That's how and, I feel about it. And, and the thing Baltimore. is, like, when Baltimore got the ball back after we scored, right. I knew okay. we weren't going to stop them. Yeah, and I said that, too. I, said, I had no we scored faith too in fast. the defense and stopping them. I said, first of all, we scored too fast. We needed to take our time a little bit, take more time off the clock. But I didn't even see Kareem – I mean, excuse me, I didn't even see Nick Chubb on the field much during that last drive. You need to run the ball. Just run well, the no, ball. No, 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 no. In their defense, though, it was a minute 44 left with two timeouts. Don't tell me you had – no, we had three timeouts. You only had, they only had two. They had two. They burned one earlier. So – and still, you, wanna, two, you still got two timeouts, and you, yeah, you can run. You can it run, was, but you can't. You can't. You can't run, was, run. And, 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 and hold on, minute. you can't. We got the and ball. you can't. In thirty-eight seconds, bro. Here's my thing. Uh, hold on. Uh, let me say this. Here's my thing. When we say we score too fast, sometimes there's no guarantee we're gonna get in the end zone. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 you, so you listen. have to. If you if you I, have okay. a chance to put the ball in the end zone, you got to put the ball in the end zone. So I'm I'm not going to 
blame them for leaving too much time on the clock. Okay, I just, good. I, I, I just blame I just blame the good, defense just, just for not being able to to stop them I'm at all. I'm gonna do both. I'm gonna say number one, if you can score in 38 seconds, which is what we did, because it was 142 when we got the ball. It was 104 when we scored the touchdown. I looked at the clock. Right. We scored too fast. And you're right. It ain't no guarantee. Just like it ain't no guarantee that you're going to get a two-point conversion or a field goal or whatever. Right. But you got to right. make it happen. Right. So your job is to make it happen. So you score too fast, and then you turned around and gave the ball to a defense that couldn't stop them to begin with. You got to run some more clock. And you got to learn clock management. Now, here's what I'll say about that. And this is where I was going a little bit a little bit ago. That big, uh, the end of the first half was a lot like the end of the second half. It was situational mismanagement by the coach. At the end of the first half, we had that retarded uh, uh, grounding call where it was clear that Baker had gotten hit and the ball yeah. went awry because right. he got hit. But they gave right. us that dumbass call. But that was after Donovan Peoples-Jones, uh, right. offensive interference, and a bunch of right. a couple of other just bad play calls. So now you're punting from like the five or six, and you and they get the ball right at the forty-six or forty-seven. 47 yard. Yeah. Right. At the end of the half, and they went right down, scored a touchdown, knowing that they were going to get the ball coming out of halftime. Right. Like you, you have to have better situational understanding of what's happening. It's not just about, oh, I think this play will work. We got to do stuff that's going to make sense and put our team in the best positions to win. And he did the same thing at the end of this doggone game. I'm not upset that we scored a touchdown. I'm just upset that we scored it too soon. You right. have to look I'm at the clock and say, yo, let's run this little small play. Yeah, I know you could probably fumble. Yeah, I know you could probably mess up the snap or whatever, whatever, and you do need to score. But our defense hadn't stopped them pretty much all night. Right. So why are, why are you depending on your defense at this point to do something they have not done? Right. I, I, I'm Mitchell, not. Listen, tonight might have been the worst game I've seen Terrence Mitchell ever play. He was awful but, tonight. But, 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 but if you're going to use that philosophy – if, if you're going to use that philosophy, though, for that one, like the first, the fir I agree with you 100% about the first half mismanagement, but in the second half on that last drive, if you're going to use that philosophy, then they should have went for the two-point conversion again. I wouldn't at, have been against point. that either, to be I honest. Have, at that point. I wouldn't have been against that. I was, now, my I was against, my only I was thing against the first one. I just don't know what you, what's going to happen defensively. So right. you do kick the field goal. I understood why they kicked the field goal. It made more sense to kick the field goal. But if you want to be a guy that wants to, hey, listen, we got to win this game because this defense and put some pressure on, on them and make them have to score. You know, but again, our defense did not do right. their job late so, in the game. Like, 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 we can't play shit or woulda coulda, but mo but if we do I play shit or coulda, I'm not. I ain't playing. No, not shit you. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like, so let's say that we did run the clock down. Let's say we scored with like five seconds ago, sitting in the overtime. If, if Baltimore wins that toss, we're probably gonna lose the game in overtime anyway. Probably. 
You know what I'm saying? Especially I mean, he was one of them fans like that defense. That defense couldn't stop. They, they, they couldn't stop me by myself. And you're right about Terrence Mitchell and whoever 36 is. I don't know uh, who 36 is. I forget his name. He's, 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 he's terrible. He, and they weren't tackling, man. Uh, like the, the tackling. His name is MJ Stewart. He is awful. Yeah, he's MJ terrible. That's awful. Like, like we can't even get mad at Sandejo today. The, 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 no, the only thing Sandejo didn't do was on that two-point conversion when he came up and hit J.K. Dobbins. Instead of trying to wrap him up and tackle, we got to do a kill he tried shot. To, he, had, he tried to uh, hit stick him. Right. And, and, and bounced off of him. But other than that... <laughs> I think he might like, have a concussion. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was laying there for a minute. Yeah, um, he was down for hot for for a good little bit. He but, was laying uh, there for a minute. But uh, for, yeah, but Terrence Mitchell, they, you know, the, the the missed tackles, like let let them get two and three extra yards here and there. You know, just came back to bite them. Now, well, and you know, we'll, we'll see what what happens going forward. Uh, we always say that. Um, still a team, unfortunately, that's still young, still learning. But this I ain't figured, the same rounds, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I figured, man, the, 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 the only kind of bad feeling I had, I said the Browns are due for somewhat of a letdown, had won four in a row, been kind of skating on a couple of games, you know, getting away with, 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 with mistakes. I was like, we kind of do. I didn't know when it was coming. Um, like the Giants game was the one that kind of worried me that we might go in there. I was like, if we beat Baltimore, then we may be a little, you know, overlooked the Giants. That was the game that scared me. So, okay, so so we had our hiccup this game. Um, I do have faith in this team now that they don't never get too down. So they should be able to get this thing ramped back up going into – uh, New Jersey on Sunday because we're still in a good position. And I and if, if things fall the right way, it may be even a case where next week I don't we might be able to clinch a spot. Um so I was looking at the math and with the Raiders, you know, losing, who else lost? Who's in who's in that 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 bracket? It's the Ravens. Uh, Miami, Miami lost. Yeah, I'm talking about the ones out, outside of the playoffs. It's the Raiders. It's the Ravens. Yeah, Miami's not in the playoffs right now. Yes, they are. They're they're they're, they're on the cusp, but they're not totally in. No, but based on that on that on that thing, the, the Dolphins have the last spot, right? Unless Baltimore so, I mean, is. I'm maybe. not worried about the teams that's that's outside of it. I'm more worried about the teams that you know could overtake us, like. The Dolphins, or like I really, I was fighting well, against the Dolphins. <laughs> now here's like, the thing. Oh, so, so hold on now. I'm, I'm gonna give you a little bit different perspective on maybe how to look at that, right? So the Browns, we're, we're the top wild card spot, right? So that gives us some cushion because it really doesn't matter where you fall within that wild card. The, the thing you want to do, you want to avoid the Chiefs, right? Well, the Chiefs get a first round bye anyway. So we ain't worried about the Chiefs. The Chiefs get a first round bye. So you just unless don't want to lose no games. If they lose another game, let's say the let's say the Steelers win out. Yeah. Only one team is getting that bye. Right. So they haven't they haven't guaranteed themselves that spot yet. No. Uh, but I'm gonna go ahead and, and put I'm gonna put the Chiefs in that slot. Just 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 for shits and giggles. 
Because that's a team you want to avoid the first round if you're a wild. You don't want to, you don't want to play them off rip, right? So the Browns have cushion. So it really doesn't matter where you fall within the wild card. You just don't want to fall out of it. Right. So 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 we have a nice little so the teams we have to worry about are the ones that's outside of it that if we go on some type of catastrophic losing streak can take us over. You see what I'm saying? So I think the Ravens are what what are we? We nine and four. The Ravens are eight and five. Miami is eight and five. So maybe Baltimore may have moved up ahead of Miami after after winning tonight's game. And maybe not they in did. that last they spot. Did. So it's still Miami in that last spot. Miami's still in the seventh spot. The Colts are in the sixth. The Browns are in the fourth spot. All right. And the Titans and the Bills. They're division winners. Leaders. Are division winners. So All right. We're so, so right now. Okay, so right now you've got the Ravens at eight and five on the outside looking in. You've got the Raiders at what seven and six. And what's that third team under there? Uh the Patriots are six and seven. I ain't worried about them. The way the way they the Cam Newton I'm playing right now, I ain't worried about the, the Patriots. So really, um we want to get to what 10? I mean 11. So I, okay, so we still need about two wins. To clinch, unless the Ravens lose another. Who do who do who do the Ravens play next week? They ain't playing nobody. They got one of the weakest schedules going forward. Okay, uh, hold on a second. <clears throat> I got you. Hold on one second. And then look at the Dolphins' schedule too. Huh? And look at the Dolphins' schedule too. Because I think if anybody falls out of it, the Dolphins are probably the, the team that would to slip up and maybe let Baltimore in. So next week, the Ravens have the Jaguars. That's a win. Okay, that's 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 a win. Like all of their like this was their toughest game. Uh this was their toughest game going forward for for them. Okay. And who do the Dolphins play next week? They might have. Oh no, they play the Patriots. That could be a win for them. That, but that's kind of a 50-50 game. It's a division. That's game. a fifty-fifty game. So, so really, I'm thinking then they play the Raiders out in Vegas, uh, Week 16. That's a fifty-fifty uh, game. The too. Dolphins. And then the Ravens play the Giants in week 15. So that could be, I say that's a 60-40 game. I, I would pick yeah. the Ravens to win that. Right. And then the last week of the season, you have the, where, where are we, bro? The Ravens play the Bengals. That's a win. All right. That's, that's a win. All right. And the Dolphins so, play the Bengals which could be a loss. All right, so I'm going to assume that the Ravens will win out. That'll put them at 11 and 5. The Dolphins aren't that good. The Dolphins got a pretty good defense. Um, they got a pretty they solid with KC. They got issues. Yeah, so I'm thinking, yeah, 11 and 5. Um, again, it's saying, so we just got to handle business these next two weeks, man. We got to go into uh, New Jersey and handle business. I think I think we'll be okay. Um, 
hopefully this game pisses off the Browns to no end. And you just got to be smarter. Um, and not on the players, I'm I'm meaning the uh the coaches, man. Let's just get and back to our bread and butter. We can't go into that goddamn Jets game and think that we just gonna walk away with a win either. Oh, the Jets? I'm serious. That's what yeah. like we can't we have to understand that this is playoff time. And you gotta play every game like I'm trying to get in the playoff. Yeah, that's like, true. We can't we can't take those games off at this point. No, nah, but I think the Jets are at the verge now. They pretty much done quit. I think so too, but you don't want to listen. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. There's a reason that there's only been two teams that go 0 16. Right. So I ain't taking no shorts on no. No, you don't. You got to you got to go into that game and understand that, man. Y'all can lose this game too. And you, right. you, the Cleveland Browns, want to be the team that lost to the Jets? That would kill. If we lose to the Jets, we're not going to the playoffs. Huh? Is that if we lose to the Jets, we're probably not going to the playoffs. And hell, if we lose to the Jets, we probably shouldn't. <laughs> shouldn't. They're like seriously. So I think I think I think I think that we're we're okay. Just gotta go and handle business. It would have been so nice to get this game. No, we're uh, okay. And yeah, I agree with you. Just, just okay. get getting this game would have pretty much solidified the playoff spot. Uh, we would have knocked our rivals out of the playoffs. Because I do not want to see them again this year. I really don't. Um, so that's a disappointing point. Part is that we had it. We were right there. Made an unbelievable comeback. Show some great heart. Show some grit. Great comeback, and it was great to be in that building and feel right. Uh, like as a Browns fan. Now, see, this is the first time all night my face lit up. It was a, as a Browns fan to feel the energy when you think we might actually have this. Because I said this when we went down 14 the first time, I said, you know what? We could all be pissed off, but how we finish this game will tell me a lot about this team. Yeah. And to have them come back. Like I had people on my Facebook talking about oh, the old Baker because we went down 14 after Baker threw that pick. Right. Oh, the old Baker. See, he's it. Like y'all just waiting for the shoe to drop? Yeah, exactly. You got to, you have to give this guy an opportunity. I don't know if y'all know this or not, but uh, Patrick Mahomes threw two picks in, a, in one quarter and had a fumble in the same quarter. Three turnovers in one quarter, and all they did was end up winning that game regardless. I was watching the game, so I know that that's what happened. Yeah, this my whole point, My point is, everybody does dumb shit in games. Everybody makes mistakes in games. But to just sit and wait for a guy to make a mistake and then pounce is weak. That's weak, man. Yeah, that's, that, that's starting to piss me off because this idea that – Baker has to be perfect or he's not any good is really getting on the nerves. After this game, and really, in my opinion, after this game, after this performance right now, like he should like leave him alone, get off his back. Because that kid, all he did, he put that team on his shoulders with some dumbass play calling and led that team and, and had and had three straight 
uh, uh, three straight long and drives. And put us in a position to win the game on the line. Also, he made play. He stood in the pocket. He didn't run. Uh, no. I mean, I, I mean, as far as like, like no, he stepped, stepped up. He stood. He stepped up in the pocket and faced that pass rush and made plays. He did everything that you want your quarterback to do tonight. Exactly. And he's done it for the last four or five games because this is the first interception that he's thrown and in five games. Right. The first interception in five games. And he and threw we, one. He, he, didn't throw two. He, didn't, he didn't throw a whole bunch of dumbass passes. And trust me, we, we've spoken on this. We've said this, we revisited this. We, I don't know that there's a talk show who's been fairly hard on Baker as much as we have. And I said fairly hard. There's a bunch of talk shows that are unfairly hard on Baker Mayfield. We are fairly hard on Baker because we love the Browns. So if you are going to be the guy taking the snaps, Baker Mayfield, we need you to do this. So we approach the criticisms that way. We've had a number, a plethora, we all know this, of quarterbacks who haven't been good. Yet we still supported them, even though we knew that they were awful. I didn't have to sit and wait for the shoe to fall for Derek Anderson or right. for, uh, you know, uh, Reed and all those guys. You knew right. it was falling. It's just a matter of time. It's happening. And, and here's how delusional we were back then and how much we wanted to have a good quarterback. We thought that Seneca Wallace was going to somehow be the man for a minute. Remember Seneca Wallace? Remember that? Bro, did you just say the next time you bring up some dude, I don't want, ever want to hear their name again. I'm thinking <laughs> off. I'm using, I'm, using, I'm using my powers as uh, one of the producers of the show. <laughs> I'm look. I'm gonna go to you, the other producer of the show, and say, "Hey, man, we need to fire that other host." <laughs> <laughs> but that's how messed up we were. In the head. That's how that's how messed up we still are, because we still we've been so negative about our football team for so long that some people can't get out of that mentality. And even look at us right now. Like, I'm proud of you today. I'm proud of you today because you did not overreact and just like throw everything away. We suck, blah, 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 blah. You came with a level head and you objectively critiqued the Browns because you normally ain't like that. <laughs> I normally ain't like that. No, neither one of us. You know what I'm saying? But, but that's, that's because we are real football fans and we know where the Browns have been. And we're putting things in its proper perspective. And that's what it's supposed to be. Put every keep everything. In. So yes, we're disappointed the Browns lost. Yes, Stefanski called a bad game, but we're not calling him to get fired. We're not trying to get rid of Baker because he had a bad interception. We understand because we look at the bigger picture. Despite all of that, this team fought. They showed some heart and grit. And we put up 42 points on. We did it last year too, if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the thing I'm seeing now, we we're not showing that fear. Now, now the next test is to get over that fear with Pittsburgh. That's the next step in our development. I don't think we're scared of Baltimore. As physical, as intimidating as they can be, 
we've shown on a couple of occasions, hey, we can go head up, head to head with these guys. We've got to make some adjustments on how to contain that bastard. I'm sick of him. I'm sick of Lamar Jackson. Like, <laughs> as, as much as I enjoy watching him play as an athlete. I don't like I'm, watching it against me. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he causes no, too I many... Do. He causes too many problems. Like, it's hard because to deal with that dude. Because, see, I'm the thing of- is, like, the game that we went to last year in uh, Baltimore, we were ahead by so much. We right. took that aspect away from him. Right. Have the the uh, escapability thing uh, popping off or, you know, the, uh, the Willie Beeman uh, uh, gummy berry juice shit he didn't didn't have that in that particular game tonight that dude was gummy berry juiced up and Um, he was making he was making some fluky ass plays i'm like man but you know what again a couple of two three of those plays like that touchdown he threw to uh to hollywood brown at the end of the half that was on terrence mitchell terrence mitchell and I said this last week on one of those, I can't remember, um, was it last week or week before last? I can't remember which week it was, but we the exact same thing happened where you saw, at that time it was a safety. So I saw, uh, I'm sorry, it wasn't a Browns game. I'm thinking about an Ohio State game. That's what it was. But it was the exact same thing. Bad defensive play. If you're a safety, and you're looking at the quarterback who's scrambling and you start to have a bead on the quarterback, but you 15 or 20 yards off the, off the line, that means you're allowing somebody to get behind you because you're not doing right. what you're actually supposed to do. That's the exact same thing that happened tonight. Terrence Mitchell was 12 to 15 yards off the line of scrimmage, or actually a little bit more than that once the play got and he had his eyes in the backfield trying to kind of pinch up a little bit to stop Lamar. And Lamar just threw that little pass behind him because his hips were turned towards the pocket as opposed to yeah. turned towards and first of all, Hollywood. Well, when I saw when, when I saw that we called the blitz, I knew that play was, was doomed from the beginning. I said, why are we blitzing right now? <laughs> Did you say doomed? Doomed. <laughs> as soon as I saw Carl Joseph on that safety blitz, I'm like, nah, but, but that, listen, wasn't, that wasn't the right play. I'm going to tell you the guys on this true. If, I, if I'm if i a quarterback and I see Carl Joseph in the game at all, he's doing he's only doing two things. He's either blitzing me or he's playing the run. So I'm going right. to pass because he's not really a cover safety guy. That's not what he does. So, again, the and that, I know that's not Stefanski per se, but man, you know, uh, uh, you have to be in pass protection at that point. But they only brought him in trying to shore up the potential of this dude running all over. But you know what Donnie said? You know what I said? And Donnie had to end up agreeing because I kept saying, why are, they, why are they blitzing this guy? Just contain him. Right. Just you know, like rush and hold the edges. Don't press so hard to get to him. Hold and, and see which way he's going to keep him in the pocket. You have to, like, you have to be creative. You can't always just do this one thing. 
Right. You have to be creative. And sometimes as you get to the playoffs, and not sometimes, all the times, when you get to the playoffs, you have guys on other teams that are skilled, not just talented, they are skilled. This dude is not a skilled passer, uh, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson. He can throw. He has a very strong arm. And he's aware. So he does make the proper throws. Mm-hmm. But he's not a guy that I'm worried. If Lamar, Lamar Jackson is another one. If you tell me Lamar Jackson threw for 400 yards, I'm going to tell you that the Ravens lost especially the way that their their offense is set up right this second. That's just because you're not throwing for 400 yards, bro. He threw for some yards today, like 200. I think it was 200. Uh, but he got most of that. In the, no, in the he, fourth threw, quarter. He, he threw for 160. And then he had 124 on the ground. But they, they had, had 209 total. That's what I mean. That's exactly what I mean. And listen, he's efficient. He was 11 for 17. He didn't throw any picks, but we didn't do anything to make him throw any picks. Right. He ran for 124 yards. There's no effing way he should have had 124 yards. You have to contain this guy. That's what I was saying on our on our midweek show. And when you don't contain him, you get two touchdowns. When you don't contain him, that's what he does. He keeps his team in the game. He kept his team in the game. That's not a knock on Baker. Baker played a good game. Baker did everything he needed to do or should have done and could have done short of that pick he threw. That was it. Yeah, and it just came down to who had the ball last. It was kind of who had the ball last. It was some missed field goals that happened, uh, or at least a missed field goal. A missed field goal, yeah. we and and Parky and Parky was due to. I didn't. I didn't know when he was going to have his bad game. I knew it was because that dude would been too good all year long. I knew he was going to have his bad. My problem with him being bad was that it wasn't like we asked him to kick a fifty yarder. Or yeah, exactly. It, and the wind uh, surprise. The wind was whipping around the building, but it wasn't like you know weeks prior. Right. When he made field goals. And. And the stupid win, he made field goals, you know. But in a game where the win was kind of just regular Cleveland uh, wind, and it was, listen, it was cold as, it was cold as some bitch in there. It was cold as hell. <laughs> I know was, it was. It was cold as a some bitch. Like, it was, it was, it's so weird because I come back home, I get out of the car, and I'm like, it ain't even that cold here. Ain't no wind blowing here. No, that damn stadium was a deep freezer. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. There, it's it been was- times, man, where I went and got – I rarely buy food in the stadium, right? Just because I'm, I'm, I'm a cheapskate. I rarely – I eat before I go I, – I get in the game. But the few times I've had – I have bought food. There's been times that when I got it, it was piping hot, and by the time I sat down, it was cold as ice. And that's a what a, a two minute walk from the concession back to my seat. There's certain stuff you just can't get while you're down there. Like I never understand the like people. French fries. Why do you get not even fries? Look, I might give you, I might give you fries. I might. But why did you get them nachos? 
first that, of all, first of all, those are the 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 ghettoest nachos ever because you don't get nothing. Like, like I want some meat. I want some. No, can get, get some meat? Those are those are Anglo Anglo nachos, bro. Those, those are kids menu now. All you get is is some is some, is some stale nacho those chips. Anglo, those are Anglo nachos. All you get is jalapenos and all and the cheese wings you want. Right. And a bunch of nacho chips. That's it. Yeah, I don't even think they give you salsa. For you know, and, them jokers, and they got the nerve to be like eleven dollars, so they put that shit in the dog bowl. <laughs> nasty ass now nah, I don't fool with them and then look I'm gonna tell you something else that tripped me out tonight because I haven't been to the stadium since uh, the opening game last year versus uh, the Titans okay so, so my brother pointed something out he said man are they really giving people RC Cola here I said man, man you know what the funny thing about they got a funny thing say that sponsorship games up bro how you got rc cola it's funny you said that because i was at the uh it's a local deli i go to in bedford where they got pretty good sandwiches so um i went there and got a sandwich today and they had a whole rack full of rc and i'm like i thought they stopped making rc in 1985 i didn't even know they made that shit bro yeah they had in order to have cherry rc at that Come on, bro. So they were selling RC instead of Pepsi. No, no, no they don't really have Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, Pepsi like, must have bought. Like, that Pepsi must have bought RC or something that was like they that. They mixed drinks, bro. Like they were oh, making wow. they mixed drinks with the RC cola. With, with the flattest they, pop on they, they only had RC cola. Like if you wanted to pop, they didn't have Pepsi. It was RC cola. I was tripping on that. Pepsi, I'm, I'm going to look that up. Pepsi probably bought the rights to RC a while ago. Have, but God, listen, if Pepsi could buy whatever they want to buy, I need Pepsi in my building, though. Right. Like, RC, Cola. man, RC was the flattest pop on earth. It take as soon as you open it, you got 20 it's... minutes to drink this pop, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Royal Crown freaking Cola. What's Come next, Ted? They will have tab in the stadium next next week. So I'm, I'm still, I'm still a little bit irritated, uh, America. I think it's okay, and I'll, I'll be, I may be a little bit better in the morning. Tonight, though, you know the raspiness in my voice came from. Yelling and screaming. I was yelling at the referees. I seen a bunch of bad calls, and I saw a lot of missed calls. Uh, it also came from banter with the Ravens fans. But it also came from rooting for my favorite team on the planet, my Cleveland Brown, who showed up and gave me a reason to feel like maybe, just maybe, we're on the right path. Even though I got differences in what my coach decided to do tonight, I think we got the right coach. I think we have uh, the right quarterback, finally. I'm not saying that this guy's going to win us five Super Bowls or any of that stuff. 
I just think that we got a, a guy that's stable enough that we can try to build around him to see if he's the guy. Yeah, his confidence is coming back. So, and that, and that is huge. That swag, and Sean has pointed that out. You know, there were times early in the season where we were like, you know, uh, a couple of seasons ago when he felt quote unquote dangerous, he had this little swag about himself and he played well when he felt that way. But we hadn't seen that consistently enough. Uh, what we what we've been seeing recently, though, I I can't even almost give this dude any criticism, and that's yeah. saying a lot. That's saying a lot because I didn't come into this season that way. I tell you that. One thing about us, we're gonna be honest with you guys. I was critical of Baker Mayfield, and I've been critical of Baker Mayfield. So is Sean, but we're gonna give the most honest opinion about what we think is happening and what needs to happen next. Because our bigger concern, as Sean pointed out a little bit a, while, uh, a little while ago about bigger picture, our bigger concern is the football team. We don't care about your personal feelings and your little, you know, right. whatever ego trip you on. I couldn't care less. I care about this football team because whoever, whatever 54 dudes are on uh, that sideline under those helmets, I'm going to be doing this the whole time. So and I I'm ready the team. And I'm ready to get back at it, man. Now, the thing that sucks is that we got another late game Sunday. So it feel like it feel like the next game is like two weeks from now. That's exactly how it feels. Don't it? It feels like, it feels like the Giants That's game is exactly two weeks from now. I'm ready to play like now. I was thinking that when you when you when I was setting up for tonight, I was saying to myself, like, damn, we'll have another late ass night on Sunday. Because I think the Sunday night games are later than this game. They do because you got all, you got all the extra pop and circumstance and yeah, extra commercials because that's the main showcase game for the NFL game. during the week. Yeah, you have all that extra stuff, man. So that's going to be a later game, but just waiting for the game to happen. So we got to watch all the other BS. And, and look, and, and I want to say, give a personal message to the local affiliates. Okay. Now, when the Browns aren't playing on Sunday or they're playing late on Sunday, that doesn't mean that you have to give us the worst possible football lineup possible. <laughs> you left us with the Cowboys and the Bengals. Why? I didn't care about neither one of those teams, first of all. I hate Why? Both teams. So, so, so because the, the Bengals are, are in our division. It's regional. And it's regional that that's that, – I mean, you have the ability to show whatever you want to. Now, what was the other game? The other game opposite that was um, the, the uh, Chiefs and the was, Dolphins. Yeah, I was watching that game. That's the game. Yeah, but that game, that game got got out of hand. And then they got the out of hand the when the Chiefs went on, yeah. 30, on a thirty-point run. So that got <laughs> in about five minutes. And then it ended up getting a little more interesting later yeah, because Miami brought it back. Miami, Miami brought it back, back a little bit. So, it, but it did get boring in the middle. I ended up watching Parks and Recreation. Right. <laughs> you know, which, which I love, so it wasn't. No, I haven't watched that, man. I need, I need to check that out. No, is that similar to the office? Is it dry? Like that dry humor? Oh no, no, it's not dry humor at all. It's hilarious. Okay, it's in your face. Uh, okay. You, do you watch the office? I love the office. 
So it's it's similar to the office. It's but the office is kind of dry. The office has to see you ain't let me finish. Okay, it's a lot like the office, but it's it's way looser than the office. The office is very kind of contained. Like my okay. wife kind of hates my wife kind of hates the office. She don't understand why I like it. I'm like I like it because it's inappropriate, but it's inappropriate in pockets. It ain't right. totally inappropriate. You have to and plus, and on top of that, Michael was one of the most ridiculous characters in the history of television. I don't even always understand Michael. Dog. Like, what are you doing, bro? You ain't gotta understand. He's just funny as hell. That he makes no sense. Mike All right, but All right. S since we can't give game balls today. No, you uh, we, we got a rule. I'm, I'm setting a rule. And yeah, we're going to get game balls on losses. We lose, ain't no game balls. And the thing I'm about like, it, I was thinking about if we had one who I was going to give a game ball to. And it really wasn't, besides like Baker, individually, it would have been like a team one. I was like, it wasn't nobody that really stood out. You know what I'm saying? Especially... And I, like on the defensive side. There was nobody on the defense that would have gotten one from me. Now, I, I know, I, you know what? I'll take that back. Olivier Vernon was very active early. Yeah, 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 he was. Olivier Vernon was very active early. I don't know what happened late in the game. But let me even rephrase that because there was times when Olivier was the guy who pushed him out of the pocket. Now, yeah. Uh, Miles Garrett was playing versus um, Orlando Brown Jr., who was a humongous individual. And he was holding him, literally holding Again. him, almost every single solitary play. And they I still mean, weren't calling. There's one thing that you got a guy in here and you just hold him up. That's, that's fair game. When you got a guy here and he can't go over here, that's whole day. And he was doing that all night long. But there was no call. There was no holding call on that guy. None. Really, for the last man, for the last three weeks, since Miles Garrett has come back from uh COVID protocol, um, he hasn't been getting any really any holding calls at all, man. They got this guy wrapped around the neck, uh, yeah. almost dragging him down to the ground. Really, he all the Browns. Up, he, he ended up getting a half a sack tonight with him and uh, Sheldon got a half a yeah. sack or whatever. But he's been um, shit. Pulled, pulled. Adrian Claiborne a couple of times came around that edge and they dragged mm -hmm. his ass down and didn't call nothing. Adrian Claiborne. Oh yeah, on, yeah, 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 on a couple of plays. Like I didn't. So, I don't understand how they how they how they're continuing to allow that to be okay, but. Again, like you say, that at some point that's gotta you gotta you gotta stop that bullshit. That's bullshit. The referees have just been on some BS. Now, I think, I think, I think what the NFL Goodell tried to do is like, okay, these guys haven't had any training camp, no offseason, nothing. It's gonna be sloppy. Let's try not to muck up the game and slow the game down, and we're not gonna call uh, holding this off. But you uh, that's what he was. Here's here's and it, maybe he did, but you here. It, my my problem is being a guy that played any sport, 
I've always said the same thing to a ref. You can't pick and choose when you're gonna call some shit. Right. You gotta call that shit. If you know, if if I foul this guy, then call the foul. However, on my end, when I get fouled the exact same way, you need to do the exact same thing. Yeah, all you it's want is consistent. Oh, I don't want to slow the game. Like all that extra stuff that they add into it and that the media adds into it. Because, oh, nobody wants to see a slow game. Man, fuck that. Excuse my language. Because rarely do I use that word on this on this show. Fuck that. You have to call what's necessary to make the game or, right. Or just be 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 consistent, too. That's what I like, mean. Too. You got to call like, even right, man. Right. You I don't can't. think they called if, if I can if I remember correctly, man. I don't think they called a holding call on either team. Maybe one. I think I, I, they did, but it was usually on the defense. Uh, uh, yeah, they called defensive holding. It was like defensive now, backfield holding, but it was never right. like the offensive holding type stuff. It was right. never the holding. Now, one thing the referees haven't had a problem with is calling defensive penalties. They be all over those, and that's good. And even, like, even they miss some of those, man. They'll, they'll then, miss some obvious how, how, how do you miss? How do you miss some of those and then get all the other ones right? Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, Jarvis caught a screen pass. He caught one screen pass. And he got a face. He, you saw it. Yeah, he's he afraid that you turned his head and you missed but that. And that's an open field. Her head around just like that. And the referees right. were standing right there. How do you miss that? How did you, that's that's why holding? you have Willie Sneed was offensive holding on Zendejo. I mean, had his whole outside of his stuff and was pushing him away from the outside, yeah. dragging him and holding him. They ain't call nothing. It was on a couple that, of plays too on where uh, that uh that uh what's that other running back, George uh or Gus Edwards, rather. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not making excuses. These things happen, but they ain't call nothing. Yeah, that's the inconsistencies. And All right, man. Pick and choose how that's going to happen. Right. All right. To be honest with you, I'm sick of talking about this damn game. I'm mad. And we and lost. I'm and I'm frustrated. And, my and I got a whole beer in there. I'm trying like to, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm going to give you some, some dumb shine logic. Right, trying to you know go on this weight loss journey, inconsistent, but I'm kind of weaning myself. I know if I go cold turkey right now, it's not gonna work. So I'll go a day here without meat. Then I had kind of treat myself, you know, trying to slowly trying to get into a rhythm. Right, uh, beer is one of my main culprits. I've been doing good with the beer, so I bought. I had two tall boys for the game. I only drank one. I got another one in here. Here, here's where my dumb logic is coming in at. Right now, it's about what one thirty. What time is it? It's two o'clock. It's two o'clock. Now yeah. I have no business, and it's a Miller High Life at that. The champagne and beers sitting <laughs> in there, ice cold. Now I have no business drinking that at two two thirty this morning. But you know what my logic could tell me, Sean? Go ahead and get rid of it. So you won't drink none of it tomorrow and you can start not having no alcohol for the rest of the week. And that's the dumbest where really I should just have willpower 
and it should be in there. And I just don't drink it. It, it just be it just be in there. And I just don't drink it, right? I tell boy, but it's I think I got the willpower of dust. <laughs> but when and I have to get up early, I gotta get up early in the morning and go to work in the morning. But you know what I'm gonna do when we in this podcast? I'm you going to drink that, that damn beer. beer. You're gonna right. smash that beer, and it's gonna be the best beer you ever had. And you know what exactly. you're gonna say to yourself? I should have got three. <laughs> and why and why I'm gonna drink it now? Because I'm 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 getting more and more pissed as I sit here about that damn game. It's really like setting that's, in now. That's where I was when I came home. Like I didn't I didn't have a lot of beer at my house before the game. I had enough to, to watch the game per se. But once uh-huh. I found out I was going to the game, I started drinking what I had to watch the game. Right. Just because I knew I wasn't <laughs> trying to go to the game and have beer and all that at the game. Right. So I started like drinking and trying to, you know, uh, get myself to a certain point. And then, you know, I go to the game, come back home. And now I'm like, damn, I only got like two beers because of how that happened. And which is okay, having two beers. So I drank uh, one of the one of the two beers while we were doing the show. And as I continued to talk about the game, I was like, "I'm about to take a shot, man," because I got I got pissed off again. And I was I kept saying to myself like, "If I get pissed off, I already know where I'm gonna go. I need to chill out." So I'm like, yeah, "I'm gonna take a shot." Really, yeah, because uh, what's pissed me off. What's making me pissed off right now is that the Ravens are Ravens. The Ravens are probably landing right now at Baltimore Washington International Airport. BWI. In the call at Thoroughgood Marshall Airport now or something like that. It's some yeah, yeah. It's some black man's name on the air, name of the airport. Whatever. They're landing there right now happy. Ecstatic. And my team is sitting at home. And thinking about they, they, they're, they're probably re- replaying everything in their mind about how they could have won that game. They know they dropped the egg tonight, man. They, they dropped the egg. Browns, right. The Browns dropped an egg tonight. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna um act as though I'm happy about it. I'm not gonna shortchange what happened either. Sean, I'm glad that Sean was able to pick up. Because I've been trying, I was trying not to be the angry, frustrated, set the entire building on fire, uh, Ron that I've been. I've I've really attempted to turn because one of the one of the responsibilities as a person with a, a sports show is that you do have to be. You can be emotional, and I want us to be emotional. But you do have to be responsible. So I'm not trying to lead people down dark alleys because trust me, some of the conversations that Sean and I have had, <laughs> you, you need one of them halogen uh, thousand uh, candle watt light uh, flashlights okay. to get down some of those alleys. We've been down some dark alleys to conversations uh, that we've had over the last uh, 30 years of our life. And thirty so uh, thirty more uh, years right. that we existed with one another. So, so very very dark times. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to drag everybody down that way. 
However, the one thing about our show that I enjoy is that it's, I do want it to be a regular show. I don't want it to be what everybody else does and how everybody else talks. And, you know, the points are always like, oh, we're just talking about the points. And, oh, and we also are sponsored by these folks. So now we can't talk about this person or that person because they sponsor this. No. Right. We're, we're like today, we dogged RC Cola because we have no contractual <laughs> obligation to them. Screw RC Cola. Hey, RC Cola is the possibly the worst cola. Uh, I would rather drink Fago Cola. Oh man, that's pretty RC bad. Fago is pretty bad. I'm just saying. I mean, you know, because Fago ain't that bad, but RC ain't that good. No, Fago is bad, man. Fago, like back in the day when you had those old ceramic sinks, you pour some Fago down a ceramic sink. It'll stain the whole damn, it'd be that orange ring around the damn drain. Fago. <laughs> so imagine what that shit was doing in your stomach. Like Fago. <laughs> don't, don't, to... don't eat Fago. I like I like the Fago no. red. And I like the Fago the cream soda. I love the red pop and I love the grape. But see, back in the day when Fago was 25 cents, I used to go. When my cousins lived in East Cleveland, uh, they lived on Mayfair. Shout out to EC. Shout out to uh, Mayfair. Shout out to Hayden. We used to go to the uh, Hot Sauce Williams on Hayden. Get like a little snack pack, which is like, I think at that time it was like three twenty-five. You get uh, two or three wings and some fries with sauce, sauce on everything. Because I think it was two separate. It bumped it up a little bit. And then I could go next door to the Savor and get me a grape pop. A Fago grape, man, in a can. Game set match. I was set for the whole night. That's how good Fago used to be. Fago was like Welch's grape. Like, you know, we wasn't getting, <laughs> getting Welch's grape back then. You would get that Fago for 25 cents, though. Yeah. You made, you yeah. made it happen. Like all that Fago stuff, the red pot, uh, they cream soda did bang, by the way. That cream soda was cream incredible. soda was good. You know what kind of killed Fago though? Like like when Slice first hit the market. I agree with that. When Slice first came out, yeah, Slice was great. That kind of killed the, the 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 Fago phenomenon for a minute. Yeah, Slice um, was great. You know what the best red pop was though, in my opinion? It was a tie. It, it wasn't was a tie so between Huh? You said it wasn't Fago? No, the best red pop to me was a tie between Tahitian Treat and um, Cherokee Red by Cotton Club. Now, let me tell you something. Two things. One, Tahitian Treat really wasn't a red pop. That's, yeah, okay. All and right. I only say that, I'm only saying that, I ain't saying that to foo-foo what you're saying. I only know that because I worked for Coke back in the day. Okay. That Tahitian treat was different. And that was just, it was kind of in its own category. You're talking okay. about a great pop, a Tahitian treat back in the day. I can't drink it now because I'm sure my kidneys. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, too, uh, it's too damn sweet. It's too sweet. But man, that Tahitian, when I used to work for Coke, I would mess up cases of Tahitian treat just so I could take a couple. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good Tahitian tree was to me. Like I loved Tahitian tree, but I'm also gonna give you 
all the props in the world on that doggone check. Listen, Cherokee Red. Because you got one that was ice cold. I think you can still Red. buy that, but you got to order that. I like think Cotton Club, Cotton Club now is no longer in Cleveland. It got bought out by somebody, so that the, the few pops they do make, I think, comes out of Columbus or something like that. But, but I think you can go online. Yeah, if you want it bad enough, I think you can go online and like order it. But that Cotton Club that, ginger ale was good. What's that now? I said Cotton Club ginger ale was good. Oh Cotton hell Club yeah, that, that, that was our damn magic elixir when we got sick. So Cotton yeah. Club ginger ale. Absolutely. And that 50-50, that 50-50 was good as hell, too. That 50-50, go hard in the paint. Hell, yeah. You got an ice, ice cold. That grapefruit-ass 50-50, yep. That go hard in the paint. All right, man. So um, anything else you wanted to touch on with the Browns? No. Um, did I'm you want to And my voice is screwed up, so no. Nothing. Did you want to touch on the Indians' name change at all? We're gonna say that for, for uh, you want to save it for the midweek um, show. On I Thursday. did see, we're gonna do the midweek show on Thursday. All right, I did see a potential list of names, and it was the dumbest I list I ever saw in my life. I did see that. I did. See I that. saw. I saw two names that actually made sense, and the other fifteen names were just god awful. Um, saw, hopefully, you saw just two. You only saw two two names that made sense, or to me. Yeah. Okay. Now maybe now maybe we're looking at a different list. The one I saw was on USA Today. I saw. So what were the names? We'll talk. The we'll, one, we can talk about that. What were the names? The ones that I liked. It was yeah. uh, the spiders because I think that makes okay. the most sense at all of them. Although okay. if they do change the spiders, I won't be wearing any of their gear because I have arachnophobia. Um, I don't like. <laughs> Animated spiders. I don't like CGI spiders. I don't like real spiders. So even though that name makes the most sense, if the Indians change the name to the Cleveland Spiders, I would not have any gear because I have nightmares knowing that that damn shit is in my room. And I'm not ashamed to admit that. I'm a grown-ass man who does not like spiders. Man, now, I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> now, the other one I saw that I liked was the Guardians. Okay. Um, the other ones, man, it was like the Buckeyes as an old to the Negro Leagues, but you can't really do that because Ohio State. Um, one was going back to the Cleveland Naps. It was I'm just some. What does that mean, though? Man. I think it like something like Napoleons or something like that back in the day. It was something like that. I don't think it was about nobody's hair. <laughs> now, one, somebody had a concept uh, design with the WMMS buzzer, calling the Cleveland buzzers. I heard, I remember I heard of that, so I don't want to be the buzzers. That's why. The, the, now, the uniform and the logo looks sweet. I the name like the MMS the, buzzer, though. Yeah, I, the I name just it. doesn't. Being a because yeah, yeah, a buzzard is a, is a ratty, nasty bird. You know what I'm saying? So kind of like, like yeah, the Ravens. They're, 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 they're basically you know? like Vulture Juniors. Right. You know, yeah, so, so I didn't I, like that. You know, but I, I agree with you. I, I like the Guardians. Uh, I do like, I actually do like the Spiders. That makes and the I most sense. Do, if you, in, I a, actually in, like, in a historical I, context. I like yeah. the Buckeyes. I like the Cleveland Buckeyes. 
I do. I, I and because it gives that nod to the to the Negro. Right. I just don't think they'll do it because of Ohio State. They probably won't, but I don't dislike it. No, I don't. I don't dislike so those it. Those are my three. Those were my three. So I was trying. I was very interested in seeing what you thought. Okay. But yeah, those 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 are my three. If I had to pick uh, three or four different things, it would. It, it, three of those would have been that: the Guardians, the Spiders. Or the uh, the Buckeyes, I'm I'm down with that, and I, maybe I could find something else that we could, you know, possibly do. But I'm I didn't think that they would ever get rid of the Indians because I, I didn't think they were going to do it either. Say were bad. I thought the issue was with Chiefs, and now right. they got rid of the Chiefs, so I thought we were good. But you could kind of see that something else was happening, and once the Redskins got rid of the Redskins. All bets were off at that point. Like it was, it was over. And I like the fact that, well, you know what? We said we're going to save that. We need to, we need to table because we'll, we'll, we'll get off on a tangent, and then yeah, we'll go yeah, ahead we'll and have a whole discussion. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do right, it. right, right. We'll, we'll save it. that. It's already two o'clock. Yeah, and I um, think we got to have, we, we got to do. No, we do it. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, on, on Wednesday or Thursday, whenever we're going to do our midweek show, we got to do the NBA preview. Just a. We're not going to do anything crazy, but just maybe go ahead and kind of preview a little bit and maybe give our predictions for the upcoming oh, season. Sure, we'll do that. I thought you were going to say uh, we need to talk about our, our picks. No, no, no. I'm like, no, nah, we'll no, do that on Wednesday, too. Um, the Cavs are 2-1 on the preseason for whatever that's worth. But just looking at the roster just from a distance, man, it's going to be a long season. But I really didn't expect anything more from, from them. You know, it's, it's a – the good thing for them is that I'm a Cleveland fan anyway. So, and um, you know, Javel McGee hasn't reported yet. I I had a feeling that he was going to be a jerk about coming here. Who? Javel McGee hasn't reported. Oh, he didn't. No, he hasn't reported yet. And for some mm-hmm. reason, too, Kevin Porter Jr. hasn't. He's been in camp, but he hasn't played. But I and think his reporter is on some other shit. I think he got his legal shit is his issue. And maybe that's what he's doing right now, handling that. Because he's the, he's not a no show. Like he's been to practice, but he yeah, hasn't. I think, it's, I think it's his legal stuff. All right. I think he's dealing with his legal stuff. So right. It All is. right. So yeah. So so we'll do our little NBA preview on Monday, and we'll talk about the uh the Cleveland Indians. In the, uh, the midweek, because we, we got the Indians for another year. This this next season uh, will be the last season, according to the team. And I'm glad they're and I'm glad they're doing it that way too. Yeah, they, like they didn't just exit out. They gave us time to to kind of lament. Because listen, I, I love the tribe. I love that that whole the whole everything that's been the tribe. I love it, but. You know, we'll 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 get a little bit more into that as we go into the season and stuff like that. All right. Again, I don't want to go off on a tangent because we can. Right. It's two o'clock. I'm tired. I'm frustrated, and I really tucked in everything that I was gonna. <laughs> all my <laughs> anger and frustration. I did a really good job today, so I'm proud of myself. I know Sean did a really good job. Like Sean, listen, y'all don't know the conversations that Sean and I have had 
over the smallest, minute scenarios in these same exact games. He did not, he was checking for me. That's crazy. That's crazy. Cause that ain't, that ain't Sean. Cause usually Sean is just off. And I'm like, Sean, you gotta relax. You gotta chill. Now you gotta think this. And Sean is, I've said this from day one. I thought Sean would be the one that's most emotional in this show. It hasn't happened quite yet. It hasn't happened. But trust me, I think this show was fixing Sean. Now it just got to work on me. <laughs> right. You know what? I mean, because it, it has helped me just put everything in perspective. Because one thing doing this show, now that I'm really listening, I mean, I've always listened. I mean, I've been listening to talk radio, you know, sports radio since I was eight, nine years old. But now when I listen to it, Everybody sounds ridiculous. Like going like on a roller coaster ride that they go on, like the, the emotional roller coaster. The Browns win, you know, man is falling from the sky. You know, everybody popping champagne bottles, the Browns lose. Oh, it's, it's everything needs to just coming apart. You need to fire everybody, you know, bakers. But now it's like, you know what? That sounds, and I know you're doing it for shock value. To get the conversations going for ratings, whatever. But to me, it just sounds ridiculous. It is there's no logic to it at all. So what what me and Ryan you know attempt to do, we try to give you fair analysis, be critical, but be fair and not get overly emotional about it and put everything in its proper perspective. Now, well, some people may say that's boring or whatnot. Cause we don't have the, you know, we're not flying off the hook. We ain't yelling and screaming. Now it may be a time when that comes. Like the, the Browns lose to the damn Giants Sunday night, or the Jets. You blow, oh, you blow those games. Oh yeah. If the Browns lose to the Jets, and and wait, it has to be, it has to be something to that. So if they beat the Giants and lose to the Jets, I'm gonna be pissed. But if they lose to the Giants and the Jets, so we go on a three game losing streak. And it then fall to playoffs or some 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 crazy some catastrophic like that. Oh yeah, it's, it all best is off. But <laughs> right now, what I'm seeing from my football team, I'm seeing growth. I'm seeing competitiveness, and that's all that I've asked for in the last 20 years. Just show up on yes, Sunday and, yes, and play and put forth the effort. So I can't be mad. Like even even though I'm upset, and I'm disappointed at a game like today. The Browns on national TV still show the country finally. Hey, they didn't we, embarrass we, we, we here. Yeah, we, we didn't embarrass ourselves on TV. They did not embarrass Because trust me, we've and, done that our fair share of times. Yeah, and our quarterback didn't look awful tonight either. So right. that was one of the things that everybody kept talking about. Our quarterback. Oh, your quarterback. Your quarterback this, your quarterback that. Oh, he's got more commercials than touchdowns. <laughs> right. No, this dude has been showing up. He's been doing the work. And that's all you could ask of anybody that's on your team, period. Yeah, because tomorrow morning, right, because when I, when, I, when I turn on the radio tomorrow morning, the last thing I wanted to hear is Baker sucks. Uh, blah, 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 blah. We got blown out on national TV. We're not ready for the big stage. I'm not going to hear any of that tomorrow. Now, what I will hear, you know, you probably probably going to hear about Stefanski and his play calling and stuff like that. And that's fine because we're critical of that too. I just got tired of the narrative 
that the Browns aren't ready for the big stage. Baker is a bum. Um, I think Baker is is quiet, quieting his uh his critics right now. So some of them, the ones that are hate, some of them, right, right, full fledged hate, right. Because there's some people that are just full fledged hating right now when it comes right. to Baker, and they just wait for the shoe to fall. So I agree with Sean. Um, you know, I, again, we're going to be fairly critical, not kind of critical. We're going to be fairly critical. In other words, we're going to be fair about our criticism on anybody. And we're going to base it on what we feel or think. Not just and, 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 and God. an emotional situation. Right. And one you of the things that we fair. want you guys to do, like the guys that are subscribed to our, our YouTube page, leave some comments. Give, give your perspective. Even um, if you think even if you're being hypercritical, give it to us so we can kind of have some back and forth. Yeah, we want we, we want to interact with you guys. We want to know know your opinions. We want to have debates, you know, and things like that, man. So I know it's not easy because it's, you know, it's recorded. You know, we don't really go live. We could have like an open chat or anything like that where you guys can interact while we're actually doing a podcast. But, you know, just, you know, put your comments. We do have some people that comment. And we, we respond. So, you know, interact with us. We can really, uh, you know, uh, uh, get this thing going. Words so, in and, and, right, and make right. sure you guys can feel like you're a part of of, uh, of the show. <laughs> you know, exactly. we would like to work on the call-in stuff. But to be honest, you know, I think that we want to get our footing first on what we, how we feel. And... You know, yeah, it probably will make us a little more protective. However, you know, we need to get call screeners. We need to get, it's a lot that goes into that that people don't understand. So, I, and I have a ton of people that ask me, yo, when, when can I stream the show? When can I, you know, uh, listen to it? Is it call in? Because I'll call in. You know, it, it it's it's a process to all of that. Yeah, um, I, like, I like the process that we have. I like inviting people in too, honestly. You know, the people that we've invited in, I enjoy that. It's a, it's a really good setup. However, that's not where we are. And we'll just continue to evolve as we continue to go. So again, we appreciate you guys. Uh, we're gonna try to get some level of rest. Uh, I know yeah. I am. I know Sean probably will too, but I, I, I know, know you're tired. I know, I know you had a long day. Going we'll to a football to game, on a work day is one of the longest days you're gonna possibly have. Yeah, and so I know you probably, you hungry, tired. So we're gonna go ahead and, and sign off here, America. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Um, check us out, Two Guys in the Mic 216 on YouTube, Two Guys in the Mic 216 on Instagram, Two Guys in the Mic 216 on Facebook, Two Guys in the Mic on Anchor, Spotify, uh, Apple iTunes, Google Podcast, all streaming platforms. We are available. The show should go up. Um, well, hell, by the time y'all listen to this, the show already up. Yeah, ain't like we're we doing this live. So, yeah, so whenever y'all actually hear the podcast, that means that it's up. So, anyway, you guys have a good night. <laughs> have a good night. Uh, Ron, have a good night. Get some, get some rest. Uh, go Browns. I hate the Ravens. I hate, I hate y'all even more. 
I hate Michigan. Yeah. I'm ranting right now. I hate everybody. So <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm mad frustrated when I rhyme. Every time I do this, just frustrated right now. I'm just frustrated. However, I love y'all. Uh, all of our listeners, all of our subscribers. Sean, I love you, dog. Love you too, man. Uh, you know, and uh, we'll see you guys in our midweek show on Thursday. All right. Peace All right. out. Peace out.